Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday the 24th of May. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brill. We're on Talk TV and we are live from the Talk Radio studios. Coming up, a leaked picture of Boris Johnson raising a glass at a Downing Street lockdown party claimed to, to, that he claimed not to know about has been called unjustifiable by a senior Tory. Meanwhile, the UK's evacuation of Afghanistan last August showed deep failures, according to a new report by MPs, as they demand the head of the Foreign Office resigns. And police chiefs have been told they should be woke and proud as plans are set out to make the force institutionally anti-racist with compulsory lessons on black history. Uh, the time right now is 6.33. This is Talk Breakfast. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots to talk about today. And yeah, I'm afraid a lot of it's going to be about Partygate and you can be shouting at the TV and radio all you want. I'm not going to change my tune about this. Did we learn anything new with these uh, photographs, a series of four photographs of the Prime Minister at one of the many anti-lockdown, anti-lockdown, during lockdown parties that uh, he attended? Um, no, we probably didn't learn anything new. We, we knew those parties had happened. <laughs> Prime Minister was at them. He didn't know they happened. Uh, as uh, he said in Parliament on a number of occasions, oh, what parties? Oh, no, I'm horrified by the idea of people having parties. Well, he was at some of these parties and he was certainly at this one on the 13th of November 2020. 20, leaving due for his former director of communications, Lee Kane. Uh, there's loads of bottles of booze, there's a bottle of gin, there's some red, red wine, white wine, there's some fizz, empty glasses, at least nine people present, including the official photographer. And um, he didn't regard this as an illegal event. But it's funny because we know that the police did actually fine at least one person, at least one person who was at that event for being at an illegal work event or an illegal socialising event that was illegal under lockdown rules at the time. And yet the Prime Minister didn't get a fine. So these new photographs raise a whole host of questions about the Prime Minister, about what he was doing during lockdown when he was preventing other others of us to from actually living a full life, closing down bars and restaurants and, and pubs from actually earning a living, um, and at the same time having parties behind closed doors. Raises a lot of questions about him misleading Parliament, and oh yes, he did. Also raises a lot of questions about the Metropolitan Police. Oh, and the small matter, as reported on the front of the Times today, about whether or not he did pressure or attempt to pressure Sue Gray not to publish her report in full. We could see that later today, tomorrow, any day this week. Well, we're going to discuss that and plenty of other stories, I promise you, uh, throughout the morning. And joining me all this morning in the studio is columnist from the article, um, Ali Miraj. Good morning to you. Lovely to be with you, Julia. Um, it's amazing how many MPs on the Tory side are not out and about at the moment, either criticising the Prime Minister 
or defended the Prime Minister. Um, there are just just a, a handful of, should we say, the usual suspects. The Praetorian Guard, the Praetorian Peter Guard, Bone, led yes. by Peter Bone. Yes, and, uh, and, 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 others, who, and others who, um, I was on the, the talk with um, Jeremy Carl and others last night, and as, you know, one of the MPs who's calling for the Prime Minister to go, I mean, he was calling for the Prime Minister to go before he was even elected, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm a Brexiteer. Um, I was very happy when Boris Johnson's got elected in December 2019. Very happy we delivered Brexit. Very, very proud of what he's done on Ukraine. Really, I mean, really proud as a, as a you know, British citizen of where we've stood, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder with Ukrainian people and hand, giving that military help and that leadership around the world. But this, I'm sorry, this, this is untenable to me. Where are you in terms of these photos? Does it change anything for you? Uh, not really, Julia, but I do think a, a picture tells a thousand words. Yeah. And I also think uh, that, you know, you go back to 1995 and the, the Nolan principles for figures in public life. And there were seven of those. And they were things like integrity, leadership, openness, transparency. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, all of we're all things. laughing, right? Did you just choke on your cornflakes? Come on, really? You Come know, on. I mean, the, the, the question is, uh, Julia, this reminds me a little bit of uh, the expenses scandal 2009 when there was a real lack of trust in the institutions that ran the country. That was on the back of the financial crisis, on yeah. the back of the Hillsborough cover-up. And I think we're at a moment again where th this feels to me like that. However, the public look at this and they think, well, OK, this guy, we know what he's like. Uh, he was never exactly yeah. holier than thou. Uh, this is to a certain degree priced. And then we look at the opposition who, instead of bowling a, a Yorker, to use a cricketing metaphor, ended up bowling a no ball because they've now got their own questions to answer. And then you've got the Met on top of it, who didn't fine uh, Boris Johnson for this particular picture that's yeah. all over the front pages. Lee Kane, his director of communications, leaving party. Yet someone else was fined. Another junior member of the civil service was fined. And he was fined for the for the Tupperware cake box yeah. uh, incident. So it's was the least confusing. egregious. Exactly. I mean, let's face it. I mean, the Met wanted Please don't come out of it with any glory, just even for the choosing not to investigate, exactly. failure to do anything about it at the time, because lots of the evidence actually that was given uh, to Sue Gray and to the Metropolitan Police actually came from Met police officers who were there at the time watching these parties, you know, seeing someone arrive, you know, drunk with a wheelie suitcase exactly. full, of, uh, full of booze and, and you know, people were leaving at two, three in the morning, brawls in the back garden of number 10. Oh, for goodness sake, you know, the idea they weren't aware of it. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. No one comes out of this with any glory. And, and, and Keir Starmer and Angela Rayner and, look, you know, all of their sort of, let's face it, you know, they've, they've, oh, are we calling them mistruths now? Come on, everyone's been lying about what everyone did. But this is my issue about lockdown rules. There are lots of people who say, um, who are very angry because, you know, they, they lost loved ones. They couldn't say goodbye to someone in hospital. They had to, you know, cancel you know, major family events like weddings and, and their, children, you know, their children didn't get to meet their grandparents for months on end. I mean, these are major sort of life-changing big wrenches. Look, you know, we had to cancel my daughter's 14th birthday party. It's, it ain't the biggest deal. I mean, I didn't get to go out on an anniversary with my husband. November, this this is this event happened in November. It's quite a big sort of family month for us. Yeah. Um, it's not a big deal in the big scheme of things. I do get that. But I still resent, I still resent it. Not in the same way that someone who wasn't able to say goodbye to their their mother or their husband um you know where they were well, dying or the queen or the queen, the queen yeah. after she sat alone yeah in st george's chapel exactly i mean so i mean there are lots of people who've got a, lot, a whole there's a whole sort of array of different experiences of that people have. but the crucial thing for me was there were people who were obeying the absolute letter i mean you know i was still at work every day my husband was back at work um we you know we were actually out about we still had a life um 
I, I was very aware of the rules because, my God, this office was strict about the rules because we knew that, you know, we were being watched. We saw what happened with Sky and Kay Burley and yeah, everything. Yeah. And it was just like that was not going to happen to, you know, to us. People were obeying the rules. Um, we thought the rules were stupid, but we obeyed them anyway. But this is the thing. There were people who were obeying the rules to the letter of the law because they thought it was the right thing to do or because they absolutely were terrified. And then there were people who were going, I didn't obey the rules, they were all stupid. Well, bully for you. Lots of us would have lost our jobs if we'd done that. But the crucial thing is, this unites people across the, the band. And the problem is, the, you know, Boris Johnson's lied about this stuff. Keir Starmer's lied about his Durham beer. There's no, and, and his office has, and Boris's office has. But the key thing is here... Why are we? Why are we trying to live like we're you know living under the Stasi in East Germany? You know what I mean? This whole sort what, what, of people what, what, being grown adults being forced to lie about having a drink with each other. But look, Jacob Rees-Mogg said that <clears throat> the rules that had come out were pretty inhuman, but it was his government that came up with the rules in the first place. Look, yeah. Julia, you know I've been around politics a long time. <clears throat> in the Conservative Party press office, it used to be an adage that you don't give a story legs. Well, this story's had legs for months now. I mean, it's and basically a centipede. It, absolutely. So, so the thing is, at some stage, you cannot have a situation, or you should not have a situation, where day after day, these issues go on and on and on. Yeah. Every single front page has got this picture on it now. Yeah. And But fundamentally, in a situation where you've got an 80-seat majority, well, close to 80-seat majority, not, not quite 80 now, but still a significant majority, the only people that can remove the Prime Minister in that circumstance are his own backbenchers yeah. now. When are they going to do that? I mean, they've already had a, 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 poor, a really poor set of local election results. A lot of them will be worried about their seats. But when do they act? The reason why they're not, I think, is because there's no settled alternative. Obvious. Rishi Sunak was an obvious alternative. Now he is no exactly. longer seen as... Yeah, That's, that, that says something, though, isn't it? A government that's been in power for well, you, 12 years. Well, you think about different, the... Three different prime ministers, admittedly, yeah. but not actually not actually having anyone who they think is, is a credible alternative. Well, well, think about the late 80s, Julia. You had Margaret Thatcher there, right, who was coming into all sorts of problems before she left in, the, in the 1990. You had a whole range of people yeah. in and around who, whether you like them or not, could have taken over. Right. You could have they seen credible, them. credible. But over here, you've got a very supine, subservient cabinet that's been chosen in large part for its pliance with the leader rather than its ability or talent. And you see this again and again. And this is not to say that there are not talented people in the Conservative Party. There are. There are very good people there, but they're sidelined, they're marginalised. And I think that this puts, every time a minister goes on and defends this, it lacks, the, it, it, it sort of damages uh, their credibility. Is, I, I, this is, I think, every every MP who comes on to defend this, look, one of the things my, my listeners and viewers, will, you will know, is that I always speak from the heart. I always say what I think, whether you disagree with it or I agree with the bosses, anybody else. Um, funnily enough, I haven't got a government minister on today. Isn't that an amazing surprise when I've been so critical of it? I'm sorry, I'm not going to say my true opinion just to kowtow to anybody because what's the point otherwise if I'm not going to say what I really think? I'm still angry about this. I'm never going to not be angry about this. I still think it's untenable. It's the kind of politics that I want for my country. I don't want it to be a Berlusconi style. I don't want it to be Putin style. I don't want it to be where we have a situation like in France where virtually every president leaves office to be uh, arrested on corruption charges. That's just not what I think our country's about. I think we're better than that, but we need to... Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.